Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe Podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I gift you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Haley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, welcome back. It is great to have you on board. I do have to apologize in advance today. I know in my last episode, I said I wasn't going to mention isolation too much because that's where we're at at the moment. And I kind of wanted this this podcast to be an escape. And if you listen back to it in, you know, like months or years time, um, you don't want to be, you know, we don't want to be talking about it all the time. But, oh, I do have to address it today because I'm feeling... I am feeling the full brunt. I'm feeling the effects. Uh, I was literally only saying last night, I'm like, I'm actually, you know, part of me is quite an introvert and I'm in a homebody and I kind of am really enjoying the the home time. But today I'm like, I just feel all the crazy, all the crazy is coming out. So I don't know if it's a good or bad thing Um, to be recording a podcast right now, but Sometimes I just like to bite the bullet when I think I'm not ready um, and I've taken some notes. But today I really wanted to chat to you about uh, how to genuinely love exercise. And I I guess we're going into this topic because, I mean, a lot of people just think I wake up with this abundance of motivation and, you know, determination and 
energy to get stuck into my workouts and this feels so good and blah, 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 because I'm a trainer. And it is absolutely not the case. I've gotten to a point where there's a few factors that I that I self-motivate, I guess, um, that gets me onto my mat each day. And one of them I tribute to is genuinely falling in love with the way I move my body. And you may have heard me talk about this before. It's my slogan in my business is to fall in love with the way you move your body. And it's because it's something I feel so genuinely passionate about. I honestly believe you, each individual, we are all so unique. You have to genuinely find one that suits you, one that resonates with you, one that feels good. Because even if you do stick to it and you push yourself through it and you do it every day, but you're not enjoying it, it's a, it just becomes so negative and so, so mundane and your body will know it too. And you won't, you won't truly genuinely get the results that you're after if you're doing something that you don't like. Um, I honestly believe my body, my happiness, my positivity comes out of moving my body in the way that I love and I, I genuinely enjoy and some nights I will go to bed excited, honestly, and I'm not just saying that to sound all, you know, superficial and woo-woo and whatever. Um, I genuinely do love the way I move my body. I love the workouts that I create. And that's because I've found a place that I love it. Um, But that's not always been the case. And this is why I'm sharing the story with you because I look back on it and it's taken me a really, really long time to get exactly where we are today or where I am with exercise today. I say we because I now share that with you um, in the online studio or in studio with you or, you know, my whole business, basically. I now share it and that's because I genuinely love it and, and and I'm so passionate and you can just hear that way, the way I talk about it. But it hasn't always been the case and this is not for me to tell you that um, my workouts is what you should be doing. This is actually not where I'm going with this. It's it's if this if my workouts resonate with you and you genuinely love them and you find that love, um, that love affair with my workouts, then that's amazing. But um, I'm basically just opening your your mind and your ears and your you know um, knowledge to. Um, go out and find something that feels really right for you because you may be in a position now where you're not sticking to an exercise regime or you've got these patterns where you just hop from one to the next and you're, you're not really finding, you're not really finding the results or you're not really finding the love of exercise because you haven't found the right one yet. So that's, that's the conversation that I'm having with you today. If you hear in the background, my dog barking, it's Louis and he is barking at the front because he too has the isolation crazies today. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I haven't always felt the way that I do. Um, I, I cast my mind back to quite a few years ago when I was working in radio, in media, and I used to, I felt lonely a lot. I used to, to town hop, um, with my job, it took me to different towns and to, um, you know, different communities that I didn't know anyone. And part of that, um, feeling like part of the community or, or, you know, feeling away from that loneliness was to go to a gym and to work out. And I used to do that daily. I would get up so freaking early in the morning, um, which I still do now, but I'd, I'd have a job that starts at like three 30 and four o'clock in the morning. And then I'd go do my job and I'd come home and I'd have a nap and then I'd wake up and I used to feel this like dread of, oh, I've got to go to the gym. I can't be bothered. Oh, and I had to work. You know, I was quite organized. I knew what workouts I was doing every day. I think back then I was following 
um, some app. It was called Body Science or something. Body something. And I used to follow this app every day, which was fine. But um, I used to feel this dread and I'd, I'd like drag myself to get in the car and I'd drag myself to the gym and I'd usually have some kind of synthetic pre-workout that I would take to full of stimulants and caffeine and things like that um, to get me motivated. And I hated every minute of it. I would be at the gym and I'd be doing all the exercises and I'd just be watching the clock. I'd had my headphones in. I'd try to pump myself up with some music that I enjoyed, but I never genuinely loved it. I would count down the minutes and then I'd always feel good afterwards, but I just, it was just not that connection that I really craved. It was this this feeling of, yes, I've done it and I've, I've, I got the hit of adrenaline afterwards, um, but I wasn't, you know, it wasn't something that I loved. And then the next day would roll around. I'd be so thankful that I did it, but then the next day I'd roll around and be like, oh, no. I'd, um, I'd get up and feel the same feelings about, oh, I've got to go to the gym. And I think it was because I hated actually getting into um, the car to go somewhere. I think that didn't help as well. And also a gym, you know, um, I've been a personal trainer for almost 10 years now and, oh God, I could count on the hand, my hand how many times I've actually stepped foot in a gym because being a personal trainer, I actually don't like gyms. I hate gyms. Um, and I am proud, I you know, I'm the first to put up my hand and say that I don't enjoy them. But if that's something that you enjoy and you like that and you like that space and that environment and, you know, you found your love, then that may be right for you. So I also am very mindful that I'm not going to talk negatively about a gym because that might really suit and resonate with you. Um, But then I cast my mind back even further when I was first getting into exercise and that was... I was still in high school and I would back in the day in the 90s I would I owned quite a few DVDs of the Windsor Pilates. If you remember Windsor Pilates it used to it started off in those infomercials um on our TVs day in and day out through morning TV it would be Windsor Pilates and Windsor this and Windsor that and I ended up purchasing a couple of DVDs and I used to play them and they, they're just basically Pilates. It's not a reformer Pilates. It was just matte Pilates. And I loved it. Oh my goodness. I can't describe how much I loved it. Um, it was, you know, almost back to leotard days. That's how like, it was pretty old school where you'd be on the mat and you'd be doing these moves and you'd be kicking your legs around and you would point your toes out. And it was all pretty, what I describe as feminine very feminine moves. And it was, and I used to look at the women in the video. So, you know, Mari Windsor would start, would stand there and she had this beautiful physique. And then I'd see all the women, you know, around her, actually, I shouldn't say just women, because there were men in it too, but, um, uh, and they just had these long, lean kind of dancery fem, I like to say feminine, and this is not in a sexist way at all, but just a real feminine looking body, like a real soft tone, um, you know, real long, lean muscles, no, no real bulking, and I used to look at them and just crave that body. Not that I said, not to say I wanted to look exactly like them, but I just craved and then desired that look. Like I really, really wanted that look in my body. But then I said, so I loved doing those exercises. I loved it so much. And then in and out throughout the years, I would kind of dabble in it a little bit, but then I'd always go back to, you know, my gym workouts um, because that was something I was surrounded by. And particularly during my personal training course, it was all about lunges and squats and burpees and lifting weights and, you know, doing barbell workouts and um, going on the, the weight machines. And, you know, really, I really for a while there got stuck into 
the the muscular, real strength building um, exercises. But I never genuinely loved what I saw in the mirror. In the mirror, I, I would get results because I do. Part of me has that mentality of. Um, you know, I, I self-motivate, I guess, but, and I push through it, like I was saying, like I would push through it and do something, but I didn't genuinely love it, if that makes sense. So I had that mentality of just doing it, um, but I never really loved it. So I'd look in the mirror and I was getting results, but I mean, some other women would love the results that I was getting, but I, I still craved that that more feminine, soft body, if that makes sense. So, um, you know, when I'd be lifting heavy weights, I would I'd create these biceps, you know, biceps and triceps. And, you know, I'd had a bit of a toned tummy and, um, you know, I, my booty was much bigger and I had bigger thighs and, you know, I had defined quads and, you know, and that was all great. And, um, you know, I looked quite fit, I guess, looking back on it, like years ago, I I looked quite fit, but I never loved it. Like I never loved that feeling of me. I felt very masculine in that body. Um, Yes, I was fit and I could still run and I could still lift quite heavy weights, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't love it. And I also, um, I didn't love the results. So I didn't love doing it. And I didn't really love the results it was getting, even though I was still getting results. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is you really genuinely have to find, first of all, you have to think about not who you want to look like, but the body you want to be in, because this is where we really have to marry it up. Because I mean, looking back on it, I desired this feminine body, but I was exercising in the wrong way to get that. Um, so that wasn't really marrying up for me. And I guess I would just push past the the feeling of, oh, I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to go and do yoga and um you know, Pilates, because that's not, you know, that's not strong enough. And being a trainer, I was like, oh, well, that's not, you know, that's a weakness. If I, I don't know, I just had this mentality that I had to go lift heavy weights and and look the part and look this strong, real masculine, bulky person. Um, But deep down inside, I was too scared to actually put up my hand and be like, no, I actually feel like moving in a different way and looking a different way. So, um, I'm kind of going in a bit of a timeline here back and forth. Um, but then fast forward a couple of years, um, I finally gave in to, you know, my truth and, and the way that I wanted to do things and started, you know, moving in the way that I wanted to. And I guess now coming out of it, um, and where I am today is I've kind of wrapped up a whole lot of those exercises into one one rage, run one type or one genre, I guess you call it, um, in the workouts that we do, and it combines everything that I've loved over the years. Deep, you know, my my original desires, I guess, and I've kind of wrapped that all up, and I genuinely, absolutely love it because it feels so good. I I love the moves that we do. Like I love just the way you can perform in your moves, I guess, and the way you can, you know, um, have long lean muscles and that feminine body. And I honestly, hand on my heart, say 
I am more comfortable in my body now than I've ever been in my whole life. And I've had a baby. Um, I look at my tummy and my, my, um, my skin is not even as taut as what it used to be, but I feel so proud and feel so happy and feel so confident in my body that I've ever been in my whole entire life. Um, and it feels so good, but it's taken a really long time to get there. Like I said, it's, it's been a bit of a journey and I've, I've skipped back and forth from timelines there, but it's been a bit of a journey to get here. And I feel now that I can impart that wisdom into, you know, passing it on to you and to really sit back and, and have a think about how you want to feel while you're exercising, how you want to look. Um, and, and a really good way is to find some role models out there, not to look at a body, like I said, not to look at someone on Instagram or, or look at a, a celebrity trainer and go, oh, I want to look like that. So I'm going to do her workout or his workout. It's to, um, you know, find the way that you actually enjoy um, the exercises you enjoy, because I will tell you one thing, a lot of the celebrity workouts out there, um, and I'm not going to name names because that's not, it's not my style. I don't like to name and shame and do anything like that because it might be something that you enjoy doing. But really, um, there's some smaller businesses or smaller trainers or, you know, people with less um, of a crowd doing some freaking amazing things that might suit you better um, because some of those celebrity workouts are literally your squats, lunges, burpees, exactly the same. They've just got a bigger crowd. Um, they've just got more of a profile. And just because you do their workouts doesn't necessarily mean that it's better or you're going to get greater results or... Um, you know, anything like that. So what I did, I guess, is I looked at someone like going back into the 90s and I looked at someone like Mari Windsor and I was like, she looks so, you know, feminine and soft and strong and, you know, really confident in her body. And that's that's what drew me to her. And she just radiated this sense of health and vitality and she just glowed. And I just looked at her and I was like, I want that. You know, I want that in myself, but I, I was not going about it in the right way. So me going to the gym and lifting heavy weights and, you know, doing my squats and burpees and building up my quads and, you know, doing all of those kind of things were not, were not serving me. And, you know, um, my, my true inner desires were not getting fulfilled in a way, um, so then, you know, I've discovered the way that I enjoy moving is in that, you know, in that more feminine way and in in the moves that make me feel good. It's really hard to explain, actually. I've just realized this as I'm talking. It is actually really hard to put it into words, the feeling I get from the workouts, um, from the workouts that I do now. And that is, it's just this sense of empowerment and this strength and this femininity. I don't know. There's something that's inside of me that awakens because we have a masculine and a feminine inside of us. We have parts of both and you've really got to balance that out. You've got to, you know, there's parts of you where you tap into your feminine energy and that might be, you know, in the kitchen, baking and, and, or, you know, being with your children, you might feel really feminine or, you know, out walking or something like that. But then you might tap into your masculine side when you're at work, if you're a manager or you have like a managerial role or something like that, your masculine energy comes out then where you have to step up into that more masculine space and show, you know, not dominance, but show like, um, you know, structure and organization and, and, um, leadership and things like that. Um, but then, 
you know, you, you'll find your femininity in other ways. And for me, I, while I'm a trainer and I have a masculine side of me where I have to tap into that because I'm leading and I'm, you know, teaching and guiding, um, I also tap into my feminine in the way that we moved. So it is, I'm going really deep here and I do have notes that I'm looking at, but I feel like I'm just kind of going off that because like I said, um, this is really just coming from my heart, um, the way I speak about this, because I feel so passionately about it. But for me, um, it is that feminine energy when I'm exercising. But for you, it may be the opposite. It may be you might have a lot of feminine energy in every day of your every other part of your life um, or in your day, but your masculine energy you love to express while you're exercising. And maybe it is really lifting heavy weights or doing CrossFit or, you know, doing something more masculine that you feel really good. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess that that's the point that I wanted to picture that to paint there. And just remember that not all exercise um, is equal. Um, and I think that's a big misconception. I think some people, if they think if they've just worked out, whether whether that's following a YouTube video, whether that's doing a CrossFit exercise, whether that's going to anything, like any, any exercise you do, that it's not all equal. Um, there is a, there is a, a way that is suited to you that you should be moving your body to get the results that you desire and not every, every workout. I mean, you look at someone like, um, Michelle Bridges, for example, um, she's got, she's got quite, you know, um, while she's feminine, she's got quite bulky, you know, muscles and she's very fit looking. And, you know, I would class her as a very masculine energy. Um, she's that energy where it's right. It's like, right, you drop and you do this and, and that, and, um, and, you know, and that shows in her body as well. But then like you say, um, you look at like a yoga or a Pilates instructor, or you look at, you know, someone that's been doing that and they've got such a softness to their body. They've got such a feminine, um, you know, long, lean toned lightness to their body, I guess. So, and it's the same if you look at like someone that's doing CrossFit, they're very, they've got real, you know, like um, bigger, bigger quads and they're, they've got more bulkier muscle um, in their, their upper body. Um, you know, they're quite that, yeah, that like, oh, I don't know, it's a real, it's like a thicker, dense muscle, I guess, than if you were to lift your lighter weights um, and, you know, and move them in a, a, you know, in a different feminine way. So I think... If you are desiring a certain body and you've been denying it, then take a step back and really think about the way you would like to move, the way you would like to feel and the way you would like to look in the mirror and see those results back in return. Um, so yeah, I think that's, honestly, that is the biggest, biggest point that I want you to get out of out of this is to find that place where you genuinely love every every aspect about it. Like I said, you love the way you move, the you love the way you it makes you feel and the love you love the way it makes you look as well. Um because I mean, my past experience it wasn't marrying up and I was getting this sense of frustration where I was desiring this certain look, but then I was moving in the totally wrong way to actually even get that. So I was, I was getting this, it was just this frustration. I was just, it was a total frustration because I thought I had to move in a certain way. I thought I had to go to the gym and lift heavy weights to look a certain way when, you know, I didn't. <laughs> um, so now um, mixing, you know, I move in a way that mixes 
Pilates and yoga and bar and, um, you know, we use light hand weights and ankle weights and we just express ourselves in such a different way. Like even my previous business that I had, we moved in a totally different way. And I always felt like I didn't connect to the workouts. I connected to the clients. Um, I connected to the concept. I was running an outdoor training boot camp style. I've actually done a quite a few um, number of different outdoor boot camp businesses as well. But um, the, the previous one, I was doing an outdoor group business, um, outdoor boot camp, and we moved in a very, what I would like to say is very generic way with our workouts. Um, you know, like I said, I loved the clients and I loved the community that we created and I loved, um, it was working out with your dog. So I loved the dogs and, and, and all of that, but I never genuinely connected with the exercise. And I don't feel like I was very passionate about teaching it, um, because it was your real stock standard you know, move in this way and do a couple of bicep curls and then do some lunges and then do some squats. And, you know, for me, that was never going to get the results um, in myself and then also in my clients. Um, And I feel like if I'm not totally passionate about something, it's not going to come through. Um, And it's, you know, I have to genuinely believe in something um, for that to shine through to other people and to lead other people in a tribe and a community and things like that. And, I've totally found that. I've I'm absolutely totally found that with um my what I do now, um, HM fitness. I just I genuinely could not believe in it more. Um I I just I love it. I love moving, it just feels so good. Um, you know, it's not hard on the joints, it's like very just it's kind. It's kind to your body. It's it's so kind. Um, and I love that. That's what I've always wanted out of it. But yeah, so going back to finding what you love. I'm going to wrap it up here, actually. I feel like I'm, I'm probably um, rambling on at this point and I don't really want to ramble on just to hear my own voice. Um, so I'm just going to see how long we've been going for. 22 minutes. Okay. Um, yeah. So if you take anything from this is find what you love find how you find what you love doing. Even if it means trialing, go and trial a few different workouts, go and, you know, chat to a few different people and start a few things. You know, I mean, there's so much online now you could, you could jump on and try a few things and just see how you feel, um, how you recover from it. Um, how you feel, what, you know, the moment that you pack away your equipment, you know, how check in with yourself. How do you feel after that? What are results are you getting? Um, you know, look in the mirror, how, how are you genuinely feeling and looking and, you know, You've got to marry that up. It, it has to marry it up. And all of that married up together, that's what creates a love of exercise, all of it. Um, it's not just, you know, do this and then you're going to feel this way, you know, because Joe Blow down the road did that. Um, it, everyone is so different and so unique. It is just, there is no right or wrong, no matter what, you know, you might see advertisements out there going, do this workout and you're going to feel amazing and you're going to be ripped and you're going to be the best you've ever felt in your whole entire life. Just be very mindful of that because it might be great for one person, um, but not for the next. Um, we are all so, so individual and I cannot, I cannot stress that enough. Um, so yeah, if you resonated with this, I would love to actually hear your thoughts about this one, to be honest, because um, I haven't listened back. I will listen back to this and I'll, I'll see if it might not even make it. It might even not even make it. It might be, I might be rambling too much and not making sense, but hopefully if it does reach your ears, know that I have listened back and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I'll put it out there um, and see what you think. But if you have resonated, if you do 
if you know if if you've got something out of it, I would actually genuinely love to hear your feedback. To be honest, um, if it's making sense and if you've got something out of it and it you've implemented this in some way in your life, because this is what my podcast is all about. I want you to genuinely get something from it and at least implement one thing out of it. Um, so as always, take a screenshot of the app that you were in and tag me or reach out, slide into my DMs, send me a message, reach out however way. Um, I am very reachable <laughs> these days on social media. Um, I will always write back to your messages. Um, and I love genuinely love chatting to you and offering advice. So please reach out. Um, or you could be a silent listener, which I can't say don't be one of those because I've been one of those over the years. I listen to things and not always genuinely um, shout out. But if you are a silent listener, that's okay as well. You don't have to reach out. But I'm going to leave it there. And um, yeah, before it gets too messy and I swap back and forth, but hopefully that has made some kind of sense. And as always, I love you and I love you listening. And uh, yeah, until next time, I'll catch you later. See, I say life sending me crazy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 